are you now, are now listening, listening to, to The War Report, Wednesday, Wednesday Night, night war, war Room, room. With, your host, with your host, C. Doe. It's your boy C. The Walker. Well, I got my boys with me. Mike, Mike. G. G. Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development. Ike Jones. Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Room. Let's go! War Eagle, everyone. Happy Wednesday, and thanks again for tuning in to the latest Wednesday Night War Room. Shout out to the War Report family. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us yet again, talking some football. Guys, help us grow our family. Help us grow this community. You can do that by sharing the video on social media, whether it be Facebook or Twitter, using hashtag GetYourWeightUp. Help people find us. Help us find people. It was all good just a week ago going into the Georgia game. We got humbled after this week going in on the road against Arkansas. Before we get into these picks, just want to get a temp check on the fellas and see how we feeling after watching the film. Be will how you feeling, man, after after Georgia week going into Arkansas? Believe it or not, I'm at peace. <laughs> I'm at peace with what we have as a team. I understand. I understand. <laughs> no, see, if I was at peace, that means I died because I'm at peace. But um, <laughs> no, nah, what I mean by that is the film watch, what it showed me was that conceptually, we are running a good offense. Conceptually, people are being open. You don't know what's coming. We just cannot execute to save our lives I don't think we have the guys, which is something that we knew. We talked about this between Gus leaving, really before Gus left, and Harrison once he started hitting the portal. We don't necessarily have the guys, but you can do better than what we've done if you upgrade scheme and you upgrade coaching. The offensive line has played objectively better than they did a year ago. That's a fact. Our run game is better because, well, Tank's there, and we found the gym in in Jarquez Hunter. Defensively, different story. You know what I'm saying? But they're getting used to some new stuff, so I'm not terribly disappointed with the defense. I think in all but one game this this season, we've played well enough to win the game on defense. The offense, man. But I know what it is now, so I'm not going to go into a game hoping that I see something that I've never seen before. I'm not going to do that to myself. I am at peace knowing what we are and only expecting what we have done to this point in the season because that's who we are. But I am very proud that we have a coaching staff that is running real offense. We just got to get the guys in here to to do it right or we need to make these guys do it a little bit better and we'll be in every game. But I'm okay. I'm okay if we lose some down the stretch. I'm I'm all right. I didn't come in here thinking uh, Harson had to win it all in his first year to keep the job or anything crazy like that. None of us thought that. So I'm okay with this year looking somewhat rough. I'm all right. All right. How you feeling, man? I mean, listen, I, I'm optimistic because I believe that the guys who are out there on the field, they're hearing all the chirping and all the chatter about drop balls or ball placement or whatever you want to call it. And I think that they're going to get in here and get focused and make some differences in how it, 
let, let me just point out something like Kobe Hudson, right? Kobe Hudson had dropped issues the first couple of games. Uh, I think since that LSU dropped, he hasn't dropped a single ball that's come in his direction, right? Like he just got in and he was like, look, I got to get focused. And he's been out there balling, right? I think the same thing can happen. You know, I, Sean Shivers had a bad game. We don't typically see that from Sean Shivers. I don't expect a repeat of that from him. John Samuel Schenker has been pretty consistent all year. He'll drop a few every now and then, but he's been pretty consistent. The guy that I need to see step up or sit down is my guy shit. Step up or sit down, bro. Like, I, I have to see it. Man. I'm sorry. So outside of that, I think everybody else has got their mind right. I want to see some more targets go to Malcolm Johnson Jr., uh, if we start to see this offense capitalize on the opportunities that they have before them, this offense will be very difficult to stop, which will make our defense even better. And I am optimistic that that will be the case. Well said. Well said. Mike G, how you feeling, man? Uh, B is at peace. I am in pieces. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say um, I have come over to B side about execution and play call. I, I, I probably watched this Georgia film more than I have any other film we've done so far this season. And there were definitely opportunities to be in this, to win this game. Um, if we make the requisite amount of plays, uh, you know, I dropped something on Twitter, kind of documenting all the drops. I will say that pro football focus has downgraded the number of drops we had since the end of that game from nine to eight to seven to six today. So they went back and reviewed and said, all oh, these were catchable balls. Uh, the opportunities are there, but we don't seem to be able to execute. And yeah, I think Harson is getting a little annoyed with my questions about the players that we're playing, <laughs> but something's not translating from practice to the field. Yeah. And we've got a tough schedule left. Guys, we got yeah. a really tough schedule left. We has, we have the For hardest sure. remaining schedule in the country. For um, sure. So I, I'm glad B's at peace for one of the four of us because I'm just worried <laughs> about I didn't expect him to win it all. I'm with you on that one, Brian. Like I didn't expect him to win it all this year, but I still want to make a bowl game. <laughs> and uh um there are a couple ways this can go if we don't start to execute better. So I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic about our chances to do that because the opportunities are there. If we can put some things together and start to take advantage of the opportunities, I don't know. You know, I maybe feel better, uh, uh, but like, you know, we're halfway through the season and I kind of feel like, you know, uh, expecting change is kind of like your ex telling you, baby, I promise it's going to be different this time. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know what to, I just don't know what to think here. So um, we'll get to Arkansas and see what they can do. We should be able to run the ball on them and, and take it from there. I don't want to, you know, again, uh, kind of predict the rest of the season until I see what we do against a team that, again, we should dominate on the ground. We should be able to line up and run the ball at. Them. Okay. And, uh, you know, if they stop that, uh, they do have the second best pass defense in the league. So things might get dicey after that. I, you know, like I said, it's just a lot of ways these can go. This can go. So um, I'm optimistic, but you know, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a little bit of worry in my heart. I got you. I got you. Um, 
You know, I'm 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 being uh, cautiously optimistic. I think that's 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 my sentiment moving forward. I believe this coaching staff will basically scheme around our weaknesses, try to play to our strengths. Basically, what they've been trying to do. Um, but again, we we play in a very strong division, so we got a lot of tough games ahead of us. So we're hoping for the best. So let's let's go ahead and talk about week seven. Let's get into that. Before we get into that, we we must do the scorecard and how we've been doing. Damn. Took a beating this week. B Will is way out in front, fifty four and eight. I'm not too far behind, fifty and twelve. Ike is at forty eight and fourteen, and bringing up the rear is Mike G. (laughs) (laughs) Which was it? I get wrong. Which two was it? Uh, We all got Bama wrong. We know. We know. We all got Bama wrong. We all got Bama wrong, right? Yeah. was it Tennessee? Yeah, no, no, no. It was LSU. LSU. Okay, because yeah, you just right. you were trying to buck the logic. I did. Trying to yeah. get ahead. Failed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same so. thing I did. I tried to buck the logic on a game and uh, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It hurt. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work. It backfired. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. But I'm anyway, gonna, I'm going to do more of that. <laughs> going all the way down this rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, listen, that's really the only way to catch up at some point. At some point, you just got to hope for the best and then and pick a bunch of stuff you don't actually believe. Now, gentlemen, let's get to it, shall we? As always, we get the easy ones out the way. Vandy on the road at South Cacalac. South Carolina is heavily favored, and the ESPN Football Power Index gives South Carolina a 92.6% chance of winning this game. I think they're right. I'm going South Carolina for the dub. What say you, I agree. Yeah, South Carolina. I'm I'm not a believer in Vandy at all as a football program. No, no. Be will? Yeah, South Carolina. Easy. Easy. Okay. All right. And that was simple enough. All right. Next game. Number 21, Texas A&M goes on the road to Missouri. ESPN Football Power Index gives A&M a 77.2% chance of pulling this game out. You see the lines. Guys, is this a potential trap game for A&M? Yeah, After an emotional win against Bama at home and you go on the road and potentially lay an egg? Is this the week? What say you, Mike G? Uh, I, I was hoping you would go to be Will first because I want to hear what I, he thinks I'm, about his guy. I am waiting for Mike to tell oh, me yeah, the I terms. Go first. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Texas A&M beat Alabama, and we made a bet that you had to do something, right? So um, oh, we're yeah. going to order. We're going to order a I Heart Jimbo <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> for Brian. We're going to make this special. It's going to I Heart Jimbo parentheses Jimothy. You he's know gonna what? Wear it. He's going to wear it. Make him wear it the week we play A&M. <laughs> <laughs> he has to do it okay, on the right. Wednesday Night War Room. He yeah. has to wear that shirt. Yeah, I like this. I like oh, I like the collaboration good. on this. Yeah, and, good. And he has to say Five really nice things about Jimothy <laughs> during the broadcast. I mean, obnoxiously nice. 
Yikes. <laughs> like embarrassingly nice things about Jimothy Green. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't I don't know anything nice about Jimothy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got time. You got okay. time, B Will. All right. That's the beauty of it. I got time. Okay. Oh all right. man, this is good. Yeah, I, lo- I, I was, I was, uh, I forgot all about the bit, and now I was <laughs> driving back from the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we made that bit." So, uh, thank you for reminding me, class act, class act, uh, to not <laughs> let that get by there. Um, that being said, I'm not, I'm not sold on A and M. Me either. <laughs> I'm not sold. I'm not sold on A and M. I thought they. This is because Bama. For as many championships as they they've won, they rarely go undefeated. They usually lay an egg at some point during the season. Yeah, I facts. tried to tell I tried to tell Funny Man this. I thought it would be against Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be Texas A and M and their second string quarterback. Who knew? So um, now they had some help from special teams and defense and like you know I mean. Yeah, that's they, how you win ball games. When you're yeah. underdog, you got to get some contributions from everywhere. Yeah. That yeah. being said, I don't know. Like, the part of me wants to feel like Missouri has just enough offense to win this game. But I still think Texas A&M's defense is legit. I really want to call this one, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with A&M. I know they're going to let me down because I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> just like the week I wanted to pick Tennessee, and then I didn't, and then they won big. Uh, but I'm gonna stick with AM. Oh, I mean, their remaining schedule is Missouri, South Carolina, so wins. Then they have us, Ole Miss, whoever PV is. I don't know who that is. Initials on here. Prairie at LSU. View. Prairie, Prairie View. View. Okay. Um, man, they could finish the season pretty strong with that schedule. Yeah, they don't. They have a. They have a pretty. Ole Miss. They have a pretty decent. Ole Miss is yeah, nice for yeah. them. So are we though? Because we'll see. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they've got a good chance to finish this season strong. So like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with A and M in this one. I think they get the crap scared out of them this Saturday. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's I close. I think they though. get the crap scared out of them, but I do. I do have A and M barely pulling it. I got them them pulling this out. I what say you? Yeah, I'm going A and M. I just don't believe in Missouri's defense one bit. Um, and if you can't stop the run against Tennessee, if you can't stop the run against any of these other teams, you're definitely not stopping Texas A&M's run. If Zach Calzada plays half as well as he did against Alabama, this is going to be an easy win because that A&M defense is too good. Um, the only thing that makes this even questionable is because it's not at home, uh, but I'm still going A&M. Be will. Yeah. Timothy drop this. He's going to drop another one at least, but it's not going to be this one. Um, I picked Missouri to cover their game last week against North Texas. They were up by like 28 at one point and they finished with a 14 point win, which blew the cover because their defense let North Texas, who was to that point, I think they only had one win. So they still only have one win on the season. Their defense is terrible. So it's only going to be a matter of time before. They just can't tackle, bro. Like, I don't know why they can't tackle. Like, they're not good at playing football, not scheme and, and I, I, it's like effort and will. And and you can't fix that in a week, man. You you just can't. So I don't know if A&M really woke up for Bama or if they're a better team because got to give Jimbo his props here. And this is the way we've always, I've always given Jimbo his props. Would he is like a good save, offensive. You want to save that? You want to save he that is a for? Good, you no, can repeat it. You no, can repeat I will it repeat it. He is a good offensive coordinator. I've always given him that. That's true. He schemed yeah. like there were some plays last week against in that Bama game where two guys were wide open. I was like, wow. Okay. 
I don't I don't know if Calzada was out there just threading the needle, but he was hitting guys that no, were wide open. They were wide open. And they were yeah. wide open. So that's yeah. Jimbo. That's the offensive coordinator. He did a really good job. He can do that again. Now, the problem with that is you put all that on tape and guys going to go, oh, okay, so we'll be ready for this. Yeah, but Missouri doesn't have the guys you need to be worried about being ready for it because that's, that's the kind of team that will be ready for it and still not be able to get the guy down. So Missouri is going to lose. A&M is going to win. I don't even know if Missouri can scare them because, yeah, they could put up a bunch of points early, but A&M can run the ball. And against a team who doesn't have the will to tackle, you're always in the game if you can run the ball. So I got A&M. All right. All right. I think everyone went. Everyone's going A&M, I think, for the sweep. Let's move on to the next game, shall we? Number 20, Florida goes on the road to play LSU. ESPN Football Power Index gives Florida a 73% chance of winning this game. As you can see on the lines, they're expecting a bit of a tight game here. This usually is a good game between the two teams, but LSU is not LSU. Um, No, they are LSU. mm. 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 (laughs) Well... Depends on what kind of LSU you're, you're you're referring to. I I got Florida here. I got Florida winning. Um, LSU was vulnerable against the run. Florida likes to run the football. I like Florida here. Be will what you got. Same. Florida's good at it. LSU's bad at it. Easy pick. Florida. Mike. LSU. We're done. <laughs> you breaking me, up with LSU. You promised me you had changed. <laughs> and then I caught you team, and Butte is out for the season. And their other starting corner opposite of Stingley is yeah. done for the season as well. Yeah. I mean, um uh I don't I don't know, man. I think Coach O's finished, dude. I think he's gonna be he's a dead coach walker. Yeah, I think that he's gonna be the next coach to win a national title and then be fired like two seasons later. <laughs> two or three Do seasons you later. Think- do you think LSU hires Joe Brady and complete the Chiswick cycle? Oh, my God. No. I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll leave the NFL. NFL. Yeah, I don't yeah, think, I don't think, think he will either. Be, yeah. I don't think he will either. But people like throwing his name out there. As yeah. a, oh, they yeah. want but, him to come back because they associate him with their championship. But he's, never been a head coach. Has, he's never been a head coach anywhere, has he? No. Yeah. He was an yeah. offensive assistant. He wasn't even like an offensive coordinator in the pros and came here. He was a court, like an assistant to the O.C., yeah. In the pros, then came here to be OC, then went to the pros to be OC. His next step is going to be being there for three years and then getting a head coaching job in the NFL if that can go well. I don't see why he right. would leave to come to all this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listen, right. uh, the greatest offense in the history of college football. That was an amazing hire. About Joe Brady. Uh, we have to rank some like coordinator hires. That has to yeah. be like yeah, I mean, top three. Passing game one. coordinator or whatever he was. But yeah, like, man. um, uh, yeah, I just I think Coach O's cooked, man. I think he's I think he's done. I think they've had enough um, with the talent that they've recruited. There's really no excuse for where they're at right now. Yeah. None. Big Blue says Billy Napier would be a scary good hire for them. Oh my God, maybe I didn't even consider that. He's, he's already, already in, in Louisiana. State. Yeah, that's a done deal. I could, but, but you know that's what? A done I can deal. See, I can see him being a fallback plan. I can see LSU trying to swing for the fences. They're absolutely going to attempt to swing for the fences. Yeah. Billy Napier is probably the best. He's the fallback. Though. He's the yeah. fallback plan. I think yeah, he's but, the fences. Honestly, who are you going to get? Like who? 
is LSU more attractive than USC? Yes. Which they're kind of the same thing right now. Let's be honest. Mm. Yes. I think so USC is in a worse place right now than LSU yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a better, it's a better uh, job. It's a better job. It's a better job. It's not the USC you remember when Pete Carroll was walking the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've fallen down the recruiting rankings for years. You well, I mean, they been, have. Been, that bit, USB, USC's been kind of like mid for a minute now. They yeah. have. But what I'm saying is the California talent base is still there. They didn't have the guys who could make USC attractive. But really, it's about getting yeah, that guy. My, my point is like Billy Napier is not going to go to USC. He's no, no, no. He's not going to go yeah. to USC. I'm saying LSU shouldn't want... I think Billy Napier is what they need. I just don't know. I hope people don't do this Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer thing again. I think that's nonsense. Yeah. Oh, they're going to absolutely do it. Like, just just not. Let's, let's not. Th- th- those names will automatically get thrown out at every opportunity that there is. Anyway, Florida's going to win this game. Let's, I don't yeah. even want to talk about LSU no more. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with The War Report, and you've been listening to The War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there, Facts and All, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series, Build and Report, are going strong. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. All right, let's move on. All right, <laughs> Ole Miss, number 13 Ole Miss goes on the road to 10. Look at that line, will you? Look this is actually an interesting under. game. This I'm watching this game. game. I'm excited. Mm. I want to mm. see, man, listen, as as Lane said, grab your popcorn. This is going to be a good one. Now, the ESPN Football Power Index is leaning towards Tennessee with a 53% chance of winning this game. Okay. And I agree. I'm going Tennessee on this. Oh, one. Nick, come on. That was my pick. I'm okay. going Tennessee. I know I had to beat you guys to it. I had to steal your thunder. I'm going Tennessee. Mike okay. Mike G agrees. Ike, well, who you no, think? No, who you I'm going not with, going bro? Tennessee just yet. <laughs> okay. Don't put that below me, Ricky Bobby. B-Will is going Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going Tennessee. I got to, man. Listen, new quarterback, the second quarterback, they play much better. And then they housed South Carolina. Like, we thought South Carolina's defense could hold them down. It did not. That's pretty convincing for me. Tennessee's still at home, playing with all the energy in the world. Man, that fan base has been hungry for a winner for like 20 years, man. They they may not be big time yet, but they think they are. And that's important. Oh, Miss has been disappointing, honestly. I thought their are defense you, was better. Are you changing your mind on Tennessee? Because you were down on them to start the no, season. No, I was down last. on their quarterback. And okay. then he stopped playing. So okay. ever since then, it's been yeah, a whole different, different story. They've yeah. looked different ever since then. All right. Give Heifel some credit. That's all I'm saying. Now he can get some. Okay. But sitting the other guy down. What's that I like? See. What's what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to write me about it. Uh, I'm going Ole Miss, actually, in this game. Okay, you spinning with Lane one more time? Okay. Yeah, I am. Well, so, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um... I I I looked at the statistics for Tennessee's defense, and they are giving up 232 passing yards per game right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's right around what Ole Miss is averaging per game. Um, they're also giving up 112 yards on the ground. Like, I just think that Ole Miss can outscore them, and, and Lane is not going to go for it on fourth down six times in the first half or however many stupid times he did against Bama. Uh, so I think out, Ole Miss outscores them. I don't think this, th- 
whatever the over is, please take it because you're probably going to get a lot of scoring in this game. But I, I, I'm going to stick with the guy who's got the, the most guns in this and go with uh, Ole Miss. Okay. All right. I mean, y'all at like Ole Miss defense is good, but okay. All right. Uh, I don't. That's what I said. I think they're going to outscore I'm, him. I'm, I'm I didn't going, say they were going to stop him. I'm going okay. Ole Miss. I'm going Ole Miss as well. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Ole Miss. Uh, listen, um, I'm rocking with Matt Corral. Uh, I believe Ole Miss can score with just about anybody. I think that Lane just went like psycho for, the, for that Bama game. I don't know what was wrong with him during that game, uh, but I think he's learned his lesson. Uh, no, this should be entertaining. This should be an entertaining game. Sure, should definitely be an entertaining. Game. If you're okay. if you're into scoring, then yes, you should definitely oh, enjoy no, this. Sure, for sure. If you're if you like defense, don't watch this game. All right, Alabama number five. Going on a road to Mississippi. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant to point this out too. It's supposed to rain that game as well. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Important to know. Important. Yeah. Very interesting. Alabama. <laughs> Still okay. all the suspense there. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to lose back to back games. Um, yeah. And Mississippi State. Miss, yeah. Mississippi I feel State sorry for Mississippi needs State. To, too, Mississippi State needs team. to be balanced in some sort of way in order for, to make this game even interesting. So, Bama. Agree. Um, they 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 are going to be playing frustrated. They're going to take these frustrations out on on uh. But yeah, I, I got Bama. I got Bama too. I think I think that's a I think that's a clean sweep for all of us. Let's get to the let's get to what a shock. Eugene thinks Bama's going to win the game. Oh, Eugene, where you been at, buddy? <laughs> yeah, man. We, yeah. we have to make our yearly Iron Bowl bet, and we haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Number number eleven, Kentucky on the road at Georgia. I'm not showing much love to Kentucky. Not um, at all. I don't know if it's much love if it's, if it's this disrespect to Kentucky or they really loving the dogs. Um, it's the latter. Probably a little bit of both. It's it's mostly the latter. Georgia's favorite here, according to the Football Power Index. But what say you guys? I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning dogs here. But be will what you think. Yeah, Georgia's going to win. Kentucky, although, so they've had their two toughest games at home. Florida and, well, LSU wasn't a tough game. Florida was the game they really let everybody know they were here. LSU was kind of like the prove it then, but LSU's terrible, so you can't really take that performance as to me too much. But they give up the ball a lot. They turn over the ball a lot. They have cured that for the last two games. And, and, Either won the turnover battle or, or or it's been even. However, Will Levis cannot throw accurately, consistently. And similar to what we saw when we played Georgia, it's not like there aren't going to be throws that you can make, but do I count on him to consistently make throws, those throws? I do not. Georgia's defense is just too, it's too good. Their defensive line is too good. They're going to stress them out, make them have to make some pinpoint throws, multiple times to drive down the field and score points, and I don't think they're going to do it. Now, I do think maybe a two-possession game, if if I had to guess, because I do think Kentucky believes, and y'all know how much I'm on board with that. You think you're good, you're going to play your best. So maybe they lose by 14, 15, but they don't have any chance of winning, no. So Georgia. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Georgia as well here. Uh, Georgia being at home is going to be a big boon for this one. Um, Kentucky's defense, I think, actually is pretty decent. 
Um, but, but to be Will's point, I don't know how they they find enough points in this game to win. Like it's it's really going to come down to can you score? And Georgia is just not letting people score for real. Um, and Kentucky hasn't been like prolific on offense. What they've been good at is being balanced and able to run the ball. Georgia's just going to take that away from them and say, Will yeah. Levis, do your best. So, yeah, Georgia. My G? Uh, if this were at Kentucky, I would take a flyer on Kentucky because I'm looking at Georgia's. It's probably the same for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, because they, uh, they're, I'm looking at their remaining schedule and guys like, like undefeated seasons in the SEC are just so rare. Um, and there's, again, there's always some surprise that nobody expects every year. And looking at their schedule this year, it's either this or Florida, right? Um, I think by far Georgia has the best defense in the country. Hands down, I don't think it's really that debatable. I mean, I'm not saying they're unbeatable, but I do think that they are assignment sound. Um, I've been impressed with Stinson Bennett. I know he's not a world beater, but he does exactly what they ask him to do. Right? He manages yeah. the game. He protects the football. He makes decent throws. Um, you know, uh, he hits wide open receivers. You know, he can throw a deep, ball, a, a decent deep ball. I don't see that Kentucky has a chance at this one in Athens. Um, but I mean, you're looking at a Kentucky team that's sitting here six and zero. I and I I don't you know want to totally disrespect them. I, I feel like they, this is a really good season for them. For sure, the dream starts of the season for them. So, um, you know, on you know their remaining schedule after this: Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vandy, New Mexico State, Louisville. They could finish with one loss. Yeah, real talk. This might be the only loss on Kentucky's regular season schedule. So, um, yeah, I'm. I wanted. I wanted to pick them. I'm definitely going to go. I'm definitely going to go with uh, with Georgia in this one. Clean sweep there as well. Going to be a pretty good weekend. I'm. I'm really am looking forward. I, I'm hoping that that Ole Miss Tennessee game isn't a disappointment, man. I, I expect fireworks early and often, so I think it'll be a good game. So anyway, guys, let's get into it. It's it's what it's what all the Auburn fans have come to see. This game right here. Auburn goes on the road to play number 17, Arkansas. Of course, that game is an early game kickoff on CBS. Arkansas is a four and a half point favorite. You see the over and under there. ESPN's uh, football power index gives Arkansas a 60% chance of pulling this game out. These teams have faced off, looks like almost about 30 times there. Auburn leads that series, and we all know what happened last year. <laughs> almost was a disastrous fumble that actually went Auburn's way. We ended up pulling that game out just barely. We'll see what happens this year. Guys, to me, it's obvious you got to be able to run the football. Got to be able to run the football in this game if you're going to win. I mean, that's that's no hot take. We know what Arkansas wants to do. We know what we're good at. And to me, I think the biggest matchup is going to boil down to Arkansas's rushing attack versus the Auburn rushing defense. Now, before I, before y'all pull up the, the the chart and we discuss that, I do want to mention that Arkansas, of course, has the number ten rushing attack in the nation they're averaging 244 yards on the ground per game and last week against Ole Miss they actually rushed for 350 Mm. yards on the ground Mm. very impressive 
Auburn, of course, has the nation's uh, 22nd rushing defense, allowing just a little bit over 100 yards a game at 104. Last game was not Auburn's most impressive uh, outing. It was actually their worst outing of the season. We allowed 201 yards against Georgia. So, guys, our thoughts about this matchup and, and what we hope to see, who you expect to really show up strong in this game in terms of the front seven or maybe even in the secondary, if you if you, if you expect the smoke to play so down in the talk, box. We're going to talk our defense versus their offense first? Let's talk. Let's, let's, let's do that first. Let's right. do that first. So, yeah. Wait, small correction. We actually gave up more rushing yards to Georgia State. Okay. Yeah, 267. As I say, I, f- I felt like we did. I, yeah, I, yeah, we definitely yeah. did, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go with I'm a go with with you B Will. What do you, we need to see going into this game with our front seven as they try to bounce back against Arkansas which you, you know what they want to do with with the mobile quarterback, running backs, you know what they want to do. What does Auburn have to do coming into this week? I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt that everybody on the defense will be challenged, would have been challenged this week in, in practice. Um, has been challenged because of their defensive performance. Even though I don't, I don't put that all on them. But still, you get a guy. Georgia ran that same play probably about five, six times over two drives, and they got whatever they wanted from us for a full quarter plus. And I can't imagine that's this well with these guys having a team that you know wants to run the ball doesn't have the talent. They don't have the offensive line talent and running back talent that Georgia does. But I think they want to they get that taste out their mouth, man. I know they're going to be focused. I know they're going to be ready to stop it. But I also know that Kendall Bryles is a very good offensive coordinator. And he's going to be anything but vanilla and expected with their game plan. Even if he knows they need to run it, run it well, I don't think he's going to make it that easy for him, for us to stop it. So... I expect our defense to play well. I expect us to, hmm, it's it's really hard to say yardage, man. It's really tough to say. It's going to be 200 yards for them or 150 or 100 because th- this is what they do. They do this better on, better than we do offensively. It is more their identity than running, running is our identity. And it's tough for me to say we are going to be so good that we're going to go in somebody else's house and stop them from being who they are. Because I don't think we've been that good yet this season. We can hold it back. We can hold you back for a little while. But it's gonna count, it's gonna come down to what what can the offense do for us as the defense? Can you can you put us on the bench for a little while? That's what we need. We need a breather, man. We don't want to be out here all game. Can you do that? Can you catch the ball on the slant, sir, number eleven? Just so we can keep this drive going. Can you? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, I'm at peace with who we are. I don't have much confidence in this offense to get the defense the rest they need to stay fresh and hold Arkansas all the way down. So it worries me. Looking at the defense, looking at what they've done well this season, um, what Arkansas has done well, it worries me, man. It worries me. Walt, uh, appreciate you, man. Got a super chat. Will TD Moultrie ever get back? I also have a follow-up question I want to pose to the group. But what are you guys' thoughts about Walt's uh, question there? Uh, it's not looking good right now. Um, there's there's nothing that's coming out of Auburn that we've heard that says that he will. Um, the only thing that we've heard is compliance issue. Don't know what that means. Don't mean. Don't know how it's cleared up. So very uh, vague. Don't know. 
uh, a follow-up question to that, Mike G. I'm going to pose this to you. Basically, Todd is reading my mind. We know this guy is going to be vital in this game, but what are our expectations with Papo, and do you think we'll see him this weekend? Mm-hmm. And if not, what can Auburn do in his absence? Listen, the Harson just does he doesn't talk about injuries. Um, so it doesn't matter if he's healthy or out. I mean, you know, God, we just don't know. Uh, when asked about this before last week's game, he just kind of said, you know, we hope to have him back. I think his ass knew he wasn't going to be back. He just didn't want to <laughs> tell us that. Uh, so um, I will say I, I'm i not expecting Papo to play uh, based on, you know, again, his tight-lippedness about the whole situation. So I'll just believe it when I see it. Um, you know, the run defense has been the strength of our team. And despite what with them finishing with 200 yards rushing, most of that damage was done from three minutes left in the third quarter through the end of the game. I mean, when our defense was just worn down and the game was pretty much just over, they ran up most of those yards in the fourth quarter when the game was in hand. And then we had ended a drive and they called that ridiculous unsportsmanlike on Kaufman that kept that drive going. So they racked up some more yards. I don't really think you can look at that yardage and say it's indicative of what our rush defense actually accomplished in that game. We forced Stetson Bennett to throw the ball and beat us. We have done that to every team we played. We forced to throw the ball. You've had to throw the ball to beat Auburn. Do I think that KJ Jefferson can do to us what Stetson Bennett did? No, I do not think that despite their, you know, rush offense being, you know, what it is, uh, they are still not averaging as many yards per carry as we are in rush offense. Auburn is still second in the league, second, I think, only to Florida in yards per carry on offense. I don't even think their rush offense is as good as ours, right? So to what B said, it's really going to come down to, can our offense keep our defense off the field long enough? for them to be fresh enough in the fourth quarter to keep that going and force Arkansas to be what they do not want to be, which is a throw-it-through-the-air football team. I don't think they want to do that at all. Uh, Quite honestly, I don't think we want to do that. Yeah. yeah. But we've had to. So, um, yeah, this rush defense, I still believe in them. Uh, We've been doing well in tackles for loss, although we have not gotten a ton of sacks. Um, so they're regularly in the backfield causing havoc. It's not showing up in sack numbers, but it is showing up in tackles for loss. So Echo uh, Leota, I expect to see, I know he's not listed here, but listen, they've been giving him a lot more time and he's doing well when he's showing up. When he gets on the field, he's proven why it is prudent to, to put him in. So I expect yeah. him to... Uh, I expect him to continue to to, to have an impact uh, in this game, uh, tracking down the quarterback or, or you know, again, free uh, free runners in the backfield. So this is going to be an interesting game. I expect our I expect our rush defense to hold up in this one, barring freak injury or targeting suspensions. I talk to me, man. Like in terms of a of a mo- mobile QB. How you attack and, and being very fundamentally sound and disciplined in terms of your rush lanes is going to be very vital and important in this game. Talk about how it's important for what do you think the strategy is going to be for containing a KJ Jefferson and not allowing him to run wild in this yeah, game? 
I mean, you already said it, discipline rush lanes. Um, one of the big things, one of the the major matchups that I'm looking forward to seeing is how we are. Um, their center, Stromberg here, is grading out pretty well this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, that to me, that's going to be the key to this entire thing is how much we, now pressuring off the edge is important, but it's not as important when you have a mobile quarterback. You want to keep him contained. It's getting pressure up the middle to make sure that that guy can't step up into any rush lanes. You'd be disciplined on the outside, have somebody spy him in case he wants to sneak out, but it's whether or not you can contain the middle. So Marcus Harris, Tony Fair, they need to show up big. Um, mm. uh, Wooden needs to come and, and play a big game. Those guys need to, uh, if they're going to have J.J. Pegues in there in the middle, those guys need to control what the middle of the field looks like on a consistent basis for us to be good in this game consistently. Uh, because... A lot of what you're going to do is make sure that your guys in the middle can handle the, the the dive or the give to the running back so that you can play contain on the outside, right? And then you'll have, if it's a pass play, some sort of spy likely. Um, so the middle of the field is really going to be important as far as the defensive line is concerned. That's what I'm really looking forward to seeing. Is Tony Fair, he's played well this year. I want to see a game where he's being absolutely disruptive. I want to see a Marcus Harris game where he's just coming through and he's just wrecking shop and he's resetting the line of scrimmage consistently. If we can do that, then they're going to have a tough time getting any sort of momentum on us. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Do you expect to see uh, a lot of Smoke Monday playing in the box and maybe having another safety uh, playing back? Or like, do you see them doing something weird where Smoke is kind of doing something in a, in a basically in the box for much of the game based on what they think Arkansas is going to do? Yeah, he's definitely going to have box assignment in this game um, just because he's he is good against the run. So, you know, th- they can play some games where they are going to make it look like, uh, you know, smoke is coming and he'll stay out and he'll be the spy. And then they'll send, you know, a, a linebacker or somebody else. Um, I do expect that Smoke Monday is going to have largely responsibility in the box. Some people were saying smoke is going to be out for this game. He should not be out because his right. um, penalty was in the first half of the last game. You're only out for half of the next game if that penalty comes in the second half. So he should be available to play the entirety of this game. He is a good run defender. Um, so I anticipate that he will be playing a key role in our spy and our, our, our extra box defender responsibility in this game. War Report family, it's your boy B-Will. We want to thank you for listening to the Wednesday Night War Room in podcast form. Now, we've got more content we want to get you here specifically as podcasts. We know you love the convenience of it, but that takes time and resources. So we're asking for sponsors. If you or anybody you know would like to reach Auburn football fans, specifically the War Report's Auburn football fan community, then hit us up. Business at thewarreport.com. That's business at thewarreport.com. And to continue to fuel our growth, please rate and review this podcast right now on whatever service you're listening on. That's all I got for now. So I'm not going to hold you up. Let's get back to it. Well, let's get at it. To me, this is our the second biggest matchup or the biggest factor in this game because it's all rushing. It's going to be our rushing attack versus Arkansas's rush defense. Arkansas is allowing 181 yards per game on the ground. And against Ole Miss, they allowed 324 rush yards against Ole Miss. Auburn is actually running for over 200 yards per game at 206 and had a rough time again against a very good Georgia defense. We only rushed for 46 yards. However, 
because of how vulnerable Arkansas can be in, in the running game to the run, this weekend sets up well for us to actually get our feet back up under us and running the football. But I wanted to throw it to you guys to get your thoughts on how do we feel Auburn is going to attack Arkansas moving forward? Do we still try to work on this passing game? Do we try to be balanced 50 feet? We know Harson wants to be balanced, but do we return to our roots being a downhill rushing attack? I'll start with you, B. Will. I think we probably go like 55-45 run pass. And the reason it's not going to be more than that is because if they are not good at stopping the run, they're going to have to commit more than usual to try to stop it. And that should make the passing stuff that I know Harson and Bobo want to do actually more wide open. Um, I said it some at the top of the show. We actually have been giving and getting good looks as far as the action the wide receivers are running. Um, we don't always get the right read or the, or the best throw, and we don't always catch it. We definitely don't always catch it. But the looks are there. And I what I expect is that if you finally get a defense that has to commit eight, to slow you down, then those looks should actually get a little bit easier. And I expect a 55-45. I think if we can run for 200, we win this game. I absolutely think if we run for 200 yards, we win this game. It's not going to be the type of game that Ole Miss and Arkansas plays because I don't think our defense gives up 50 points. Like, I don't I, – I know Ole Miss is, yeah, whatever, but no, we're not giving up 50 points. Um, I, I think – ooh. Yeah, I think we run for 200 on them. I'm not going to lie. We run for 200. If Auburn runs for over 200, does does that, do you feel more confident in the outcome of this game if Auburn is able to rush for that many uh, yards on the ground against Arkansas? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think that that means that we controlled the clock and we extended drives. And that's what our defense needs to be effective. Our defense is not talentless. They are not bums. Missouri's defense are bums. Those are absolute bums. Our defense has talent. Our secondary players are learning a system, and we got some pieces to mix around back there, as we saw. But they're not so far off. And Arkansas is not an all-world offensive team. They're not balanced. They have to run consistently well to be effective. And our best defense is against the run. So there is going to be challenge. If we run for 200, that means we did what we wanted to do. Now, I'm assuming that that's not like an 80-yard run and a 60-yard run, and then we just nibbled away on the ground. Like, we have to consistently. I want to average 4.5 to 5 yards a carry. Then we went, if we go 200 yards, over 200, getting 6 yards here, 4 yards there, 5 yards there, then, yes, we control the clock, and we keep our defense fresh enough to come back out on the field and do what they do best, which is hold down the run, and we get the win. My G... Talk about the number of carries, talking about for Tank, and then, of course, we're talking about for Jarquez. I know you feel like those two should, should get the bulk of the carries, but how 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 much should these guys, how much you should you do you expect to see out of Jarquez as well as Tank this weekend, man? Uh, well, through, through two SEC games, we've got 91 passes to 58 rushes. Uh, when asked about how do you get back to running the ball this week, Coach Harson said to me, we got to stop losing early. And we just have to do it. Um, so I expect them to start doing it 
uh, I don't expect them to run tank into the ground to do it. So I expect Jarquez Hunter's carries to go up significantly uh, in this game. Uh, now, we, now, he was right. Uh, they do attempt to be balanced in the first quarters of these games, and then the wheels fall off the wagon and we start throwing until we finish the game, like, you know, against Georgia uh, with 29 rushes versus 40, 43 passes. So if we can even that number out a little bit, uh, you know, Jarquez Hunter had five carries last week, guys. What? We rushed the ball 29 times. Ten of those were by Bo. So only 19 rushes were actually by running backs. You know, he's got to carry the ball 10 to 15 times in this game. Easy. Against a team that's giving up a ton of rush yards. I don't see how that's... In, uh, that should just should not be an option for him not to get touches in this game. He's still averaging. I think he's still leading the nation in yards per carry. He's completely underutilized at this point. I don't know what else he has to do to earn more carries. You know, this is not a team that should be able to force us to throw. Although, you know, I also asked, he completely dodged the question, like, you know, do you expect Arkansas to load the box and dare you to throw? So if they can do that successfully... We got to catch passes, and our quarterbacks got to put them on the money. So uh, we got to develop a short passing game. We have to get the ball out of Bo's hands quickly. Uh, there's a whole lot that's going to have to go right if they are going to load the box to stop the run like everybody is going to do until the end of the season. That's, yeah. the, blue, that's the blueprint, man. Love it or hate it, that's the blueprint yeah. to beat Auburn. Force us to throw. And it doesn't matter who you blame in the passing game. The fact is, it's just not working at a high enough efficiency for us to be able to keep up with teams and play the way we want to play. Because our coach said he wants to be a he wants to be balanced, but that starts with being a downhill running team. You can't do that from behind, though. Yeah, you, you do that from ahead. So we got to stop losing first and second down, and you know we got to catch passes. We have to complete passes. Um, I think Jarquez, I would like to see him get closer to 15 carries in this game. I would like to see Tank with around 20 carries in this game. Throw Shivers a few in there. Let's just let's just wear them down. Those three guys, we should be able to wear them down. You know, and then hit a pass over the top every once in a while so they got to back up. Right. Yeah. That's it. Right. After they load the box, make them pay. Yeah. I. What would you like to see? You've been pretty pleased with what Bobo and Harson has done the past game or so. Do you expect to see any of that, or is there going to be a specific game plan you think that Harson and Bobo may actually have planned this week for Arkansas? I expect to see a lot of 12 and 22 personnel this week. We are going to see tight ends make the biggest impact of the season this thus far. I think we did we have we've already recorded our facts and offer this week. But I'm thinking about it. I actually think tight ends, non-receivers will have more targets this week than our wide receivers mm. will. I think we're going to see the emergence of the tight end this week in the passing game because regardless of Bo, Bo came out and he said he still has confidence in his receivers. I don't think the, the guy calling the plays has the same confidence. He's going to limit the number of touches wide receivers have and opportunities in this game. And he's going to go with the double tight end sets and have plays designed where the tight end is the first read 
Shanker's going to get a lot of targets. I'm expecting to see Landon King a little bit more. We're going to see Fromm in this game. I expect to see all three of those get targets this week because we're going to look in a run-heavy look, and then we're going to throw the ball to the tight end. I think that's the recipe to win this game. Interesting, 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 interesting. And Fromm had a he had a big game against LSU. Landon King got a little bit of burn and got some uh, some catches late in the Georgia game. So be interesting to see how that turns out as as well. So let's do this. We just started it last week. Auburn wins this upcoming weekend against Arkansas if be will. I think I already gave mine 200 yards rushing. We got to get 200 on the ground. If we get 200 on the ground, then I think we win the game. Ike, Auburn wins this weekend against Arkansas if? If we have fewer than four dropped passes in this game, we will win this game. That's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> you got to hold I, for three. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I, liter- I legitimately think that if you don't drop the stuff that comes to you in those very crucial moments, like the Shedrick Jackson drop was on, was it on a third down? It was that like was a the third worst and one. nine. It was. I it was a it long, was. and he hit, that was, Bo, going, I know we said this, Bo made some of the best passes I've ever seen him make last, last game. Some of the best, and at least half of them would drop. And that's a shame. That th- yeah. throw to Shed on that third down was immaculate. Man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Less than four, I think we, we get the dub. My G, uh, Auburn so. wins this weekend if? Uh, if we can force Arkansas to throw the ball. I think it's that simple. How, yeah, many, that, how many rushing yards that, does that mean we need to limit them to? Less than or one. Or is it about scoring early? Which of those two are you kind of, or is it a combination? Yeah, a combination, right? I think, okay. you know, less than 150 yards on the ground for them is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Right, because I don't think I, they, I don't think they can throw the ball effectively uh, if we limit the run, hold them, hold them on the ground, force them to throw the ball, force them to be who they don't want to be, and score more points than they do. That's always important. I think we need to score more points than they do. Yeah, that's yeah. usually a, a great. Key <laughs> that to usually win. means yeah. we win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's get into predictions. I will go first. I'm feeling a little optimistic this week. I'm feeling, uh, like I said, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I'm feeling feeling good about where we are. Um, whether I should feel that way or not is irrelevant. I feel good. I'm actually going to go in a close game. I'm I've heard people say that Auburn needs to score over thirty to win this game. Maybe not. I'm gonna go Auburn twenty-seven, Arky twenty-four. Hmm. Another close one. I'm gonna go a close game there. That's mine. Hmm. Be will what you what, what say you, sir? I got Auburn 32, Arkansas 28. Okay. Okay. Four or four, another close game. Mm-hmm. All right. So they have to win on the final drive. Can't get this, can't get six. We stop them or they have to drive the length for to for the go-ahead, and they cannot do it. I what's your what's your what's your prediction, man? What's what's your what you got? 35-23 Auburn. All right. All right. So so a, a bit a convincing. Yeah, I think I think we make a statement this game. Um I think we're going to shut them down with the run game and uh then we're just going to choke the clock out. Um yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give us 
the first time this season, I think I've picked us this big in a Power 5 game, but I'm, I'm going to go for it. All right. All right. It's on you, Mike G. What, what, what say you, sir? Uh, well, we've been underwhelming so far offensively in SEC play. We um, have. At, at some point, we're going to have to put at least 30 points on the board. Uh, do I think this is the week? I certainly hope so. Um, however, uh, I'm going to go 28-18-ish. I feel like we can keep them from scoring if we play the type of game that we want to play. Um, I don't think they'll be able to limit us offensively the way that Georgia did. I don't think that they can force uh, backyard Bo into action either. So I don't think we're going to need that version of Bo to win this game because I don't think they can stop our run game the way Georgia and LSU did to force that. So uh, we should be able to run on this team. If we can't, that'll be really, really disappointing. I'll accept the win anyway we get it. But I think, you know, I will take four touchdowns, a touchdown a quarter in this game. And if we get to 30 because Carlson kicked a field goal or two, I will not be upset. But we need, we got to, we got, we have to, you know, we bemoaned red zone scoring under Gus. And in year one, red zone scoring has been disappointing. So it's time to get that figured out. Um, it's the back half of the season. You know, we're technically tied for first in the West, but like, you know, I don't think this is, this is not a team with real championship aspirations, man. You, you need some positive things to build on towards the end of the season. We need to see some improvements. Um, and if for some reason they go on a miraculous run between now and the end of the season, I'll take it. But I'd like to start with just correcting some little things this week. Get to 28 points. Like Ike said, don't drop more than four passes. Uh, drops are going to happen. They're definitely going to happen. So, you know, we can't just throw our hands up every time we see one drop. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm hoping 28-18-ish would be a good, I think would be a good score for Auburn in this one. Okay. Yeah. Sticking with that. Sticking with that. Any any pep talk for the road? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mike lost all his Sunday spirit. Where it go, man? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, listen, <laughs> I mean, I've had I've had some. You know, credit to Coach Harson. Like he's he's answered a lot of my questions with uh, I thought with with class and you know um, you know I tried to hold his feet to the fire a little bit on some of these presser questions. Um, I'm not ever going to ask him about Bruce shirtless Bruce Pearl. So if you're looking for that kind of question, I'm not. It's not coming from me. But um, again, now now it's t- we're you're in the meat of SEC play. Now it's time to bow up. Now it's time to show some pride and you know and and show some heart, right? If we can go out there and just you know play with heart, you know the, the some of the more successful teams in the past they they just played as a team, man. They played together, and I have yet to feel that completely from this team. So, you know, now is the time to come together, rally behind your coach, rally behind your coach, man. Everybody's got to lay it on the line for the guy next to them and just go out there and whoop their ass. It's football. Beat the guy in front of you. You know, if he's got the ball, take it. Right. Don't let them run on you. Don't let a guy behind you play assignment sound football. That's how we got beat last week. And that's how we're going to beat people this week. Now, we've been told in practice, the guys on the field, 
are the ones who perform in practice. Well, damn it, it's time for that to translate. Agreed. Or guys have to sit. So, you know, uh, all this year one stuff, uh, you know, I get it, man. But, like, listen, these are winnable football games. This isn't like this is some talentless squad that he had to rebuild from the ground up. Now, he may have had to rebuild culture, but there is talent here. I know the culture thing doesn't happen overnight, but these kids came to Auburn because they got heart. And the season's not over. We're four and two. Finish strong. Do what nobody else expects you to do. And just whoop ass every week. I don't think that we should finish another game feeling like we left opportunities on the field. And, you know, maybe part of change of culture is he's trying to instill that in practice. Right? Where these guys will lay it on the line and practice. And if it really is why he's sitting people, okay, I get it, coach. You know, I would just like to see the guys who have, quote unquote, earned the right to play on Saturday perform like they earned the right to play on Saturday. Right. So whatever that takes, whatever that takes, hold each other accountable, man. Hold each other, lift each other up, but hold each other accountable. We got to get back to that. This team still has a chance to do something this year. It may not be a SEC championship season, but they can finish a lot stronger than a lot of people expect them to. And hell, if they win out, they're in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not this season? Look at all the other teams that had almost embarrassing losses and have completely turned their season around. Right. Yeah. That could be us, too. So I just want to see them go out there and do it, man. I want it for these kids. I know they work so hard every week, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I, I mean, we're being led to believe that some of them are not. Right? But like most of them, they work so hard every week for a shot. And very few football players are blessed with the opportunity to play at the D1 level. Go out there and play with your hair on fire, man. Play like it's your last chance every week. Show your coach, show your school, man, show your family what you're made of. And go get the win this Saturday in Arkansas. The hell with him. That's all I'm saying. War Rapport family, it's your boy Mike G. The 2021 season is here, and we're cooking up a bunch of amazing new content for our listeners. New segments, new giveaways, new interviews, and new game day experiences. But you have to be an insider to get in on the action. So head on over to YouTube and search for The War Report. When you see the channel, look for the join button. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss what we've got coming. So keep listening. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app and get your weight up by becoming an insider for the 2021 Auburn football season. Let's go, baby. Now let's get back to it. Yeah, I so it, listen, as as long as the team has not given up on them the way that a lot of the fan base has, then I don't no. then that's all that matters. Because the fan base is like, oh, we can't win. And it's like, listen, I had Tennessee dead in the water after game two, and they're out here right. putting it on people. I had yeah. Texas AM dead in the water after they came up looking really crispy uh, against Arkansas, right? Like, but they went out there and they beat Bama last week. Bama didn't give the game away, despite what Bama fans want to tell you. 
Texas A&M went out there and they put it on them boys for four quarters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We definitely have the talent to be able to win this game. They just need to lock in and go play football. For four quarters. For four, four quarters is just go out there and play football, not luck and scrambling around for 15 yards backwards and then you hope to like, okay, maybe one or two of those in this game, but I want to see them soundly beat the man in front of them. And again, go play some big boy football. We've got some big boys. Just go do it. And we definitely have, like, despite what people want to make you believe, again, we definitely have the talent because guys were open. Yep. Yeah. Now, they're not consistently beating press coverage and all this kind of, they were open enough for us to have won every game that we've lost this year. Penn State, we could have won that game. Georgia, mm, I don't know if we could have won it, but we definitely could have made that game interesting. Yeah. If you're telling me that you think Arkansas is better than both of those teams and we're just going to go down there and get whooped, then okay, you believe that if you want to. I don't believe that. Right. Not because I'm some homer who's delusional. I've watched every foot, every snap of every football game. I have watched it at least five times this season, at least five times. And I've watched us shoot ourselves in the foot repeatedly. Just don't do that. Just don't hurt yourself and you win football games. Right. I think we could do it. Be Will, got any, got any closing thoughts, man, before we get out of here, man? Nah, I'm not as raw raw as Mike or as, you know, analytical as Ike. I just, I don't want to say I'm checked out, man, but I am. <laughs> you I'm, sound I'm, like I'm it. nice and even, man. You're at we, peace. We, You're, at peace. peace. You're at I'm, peace. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. You're at peace. If, uh, it's a, if it's a close loss, well, let me say this. I do think this is a more competitive team under Harson than it was under Gus. That, for me, that is a win that we have turned the page in that regard. I'm glad to see that. And for that reason, I don't expect us to get run off of the field this game. Like this is this is not the team that's so much more talented than us that you'll see a score as lopsided as we saw with the Georgia game. This is not that team. And we will not lay down. So I am happy to know that. But I'm also at peace that we don't have the guys necessarily. <laughs> so does is. Auburn does Auburn need to win this game? For sure. Yes. Yeah, for, yeah, for the sake of I won't say it's a must win, but yeah, for the for the morale of the team, mm-hmm. it, that yeah. we need a W right here. Yeah, it's about as close to a, a must win as you'll get at this yeah. point in the season, right? Because again, there are not a whole lot of winnable games like left on the schedule if you lose this one. So you got to get this one this week, um, and uh, you got to get this one for the same reason that Alan Green told us. He hope. gave yes. He gave for sure. Gus Mal's hand his pink slip. Hope for sure. And you got to keep hope alive. So uh, you've got to look good to this one. You got to get things corrected in practice this week, and you got to go back out there and you got to do it right. That's it, man. Millions of dollars a year they're getting paid to get kids to do it right. You know, and it's this, this got, is this is it right here. Yeah, the, one and no mentality has to buy Agreed. into this mentality of like, okay, forget what happened last week. Can we just win the game in front of us? If they've bought into that mentality at all, Arkansas is going to have some trouble because from a talent perspective, it's close to even, right? Like I'm not discounting Arkansas's talent. It's close to even. Then it just comes down to who executes the best. I still have my questions about whether or not our secondary is going to ball out, but I also don't believe in KJ Jefferson that much. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. What I like about Harson is Harson is a competitor. He does not enjoy losing right. just as much as the fans. And I think that's very important to know. He he doesn't have a lackadaisical type of attitude or mentality. He wants to win and he wants to do it now. So um, I have confidence that him, he and the coaching staff will put together a good game plan, put those guys in position to win just like he's done the past couple of weeks. The guys just got to go out there with a chip on their shoulders, tired of hearing the noise, tired of what what's happened in the past and actually execute. Unlike they've done the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel good about I feel good about this team going into this week. I will say this. Listen, last week versus Ole Miss, uh, they ran the ball 58 times and threw the ball 35 times. Right. That's a hell of a lot of offense. Yeah. Uh, They ran over 90 plays in that game. We cannot allow them to have that much offense. Well, you 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 have to have a defensive collapse of epic proportions in order for that to happen, which Ole Miss had because right, yeah. they gave up 326 yards passing on 25 completions. He was 71 percent. KJ Jefferson was in that game. Yeah, the run game was working so well that right. to where it was all working. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's easy. Like the, it gets easy for him in the passing game. I, again, I look at them as as a really good Georgia State. If you can stop them running the ball, KJ Jefferson isn't as big of a threat through the air because they're now in obvious passing situations. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. So and, it's easier to defend them as opposed to them keeping you honest, where the whole playbook is open from first to third down. Yeah, like look, and, and to add, Jefferson had twenty carries for eighty five yards as well. On yeah. top. So he had over 400 yards of offense himself. Yep. Yeah. Stop KJ Jefferson and you stop Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's really their run game. And then they've got one elite receiver in Burks. Or it's not right. Burks, it's uh, Burton. No, Burks. It's Burks. Burton. Burton. Burks. Burks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Burton, I think, is their uh, running back. But like, it's, it's really those three guys that are the engine. Now, they've got a decent offensive line that, you know, again, they're, they're, they're people movers out there. But, Listen, I'm I'm going to bet on our guys in the run game that they're just going to bow up and play well, especially if we we've got number nine there. Yeah, I just I, I think McLean's that good. He's just he's good at keeping people in the right spot. Smoke, you know, for whatever he is too. in. I hope he's pissed. Like yeah. that that missed time. I hope I, he just. Oof, I expect him to put a helmet. For whatever on people whoever. don't like about Smoke in his pass coverage, he's a solid run defender. He's a solid blitzing yeah. option on the outside. He's going to mm-hmm. be a guy who should be able to track down KJ Jefferson. I think that those two guys being on the field for four quarters makes it a difficult game for Arkansas. That's again, you could say I'm looking past Arkansas. I just, I just trust my guys. Yeah, yeah, indeed, Agreed. indeed. That's it, man. I think that's it, guys. You know what to do. Help us grow. You can do that by sharing our videos on social media using hashtag. Get your weight up on either Facebook and or Twitter. That helps us out a bunch. Guys, also, get those thumbs up before you get on out of here. Like this video. And if you haven't subscribed, Mike G gave you the thumbs down. Please be (laughs) sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Get the subscriptions up for us as well. Also, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at The War Rapport. We are TW Rapport on TikTok. 
that's it for now, guys. But we'll be back. Also, early morning kickoff. We're going to do the pregame at 1030 in the morning in our jammies. All right. So, guys, get up early with us. We're going to talk some football before the game kicks off. We will see you then. Of course, we got a few other content pieces coming. Facts or nah, we'll be dropping for Insider shortly. And for everyone else on Friday, we will see you on Saturday. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, where you go? Where you go?